They're going to lose their heads over there at the Fed for printing a lot, making inflation run hot. Now all the world can see this K-shaped recovery is really a lie to see. Off with their heads! Off with their heads! And by the way, I'm going to anoint King Eric because we need an army oh, to you fight me the Fed. All right. <laughs> Get to wear a crown today. All right, well, welcome to our uh, Wednesday Q&A. I'm Eric Griffin, president of iTeam Trading. With me, I have Lynette Zhang, our chief market analyst. And the queen of hearts. And the queen of hearts. Uh, for those of you who don't know or tuned in for the first time, we take your questions submitted to us via email at questions at itmtrading.com. And then we put them up here on a, on a screen, ask them live. Lynette has not seen any of these questions. And I'm not wearing my glasses, so I can't see them anyway. <laughs> oh, I didn't even notice that. <laughs> All right, well, I guess just, you know, you can give me a little tap if you need an extra read. Okay. <laughs> All right, so A. Shaw asks, when we get to the point where CBDCs get implemented and universal basic income becomes the norm, do you think central banks will outlaw the purchase of gold and silver? Well, you know, I think it'll depend on how popular it is to buy it. If you have a lot of people that are buying it, gold and I silver, could, gold and silver, okay. right? Then I can see, I can see that they could uh, prevent the purchase of gold and silver with the universal basic income CBDCs. I could definitely see that. So, yeah, I mean, desperate governments do desperate things, and desperate central banks do desperate things. So do I think that they could outlaw it again? Well, considering the fact that I do think that it is highly likely that they will do some level of confiscation more than what they've already been doing, of course. That's why you need to get it what now. What do you mean by more than what they've already been doing? Well, just suppressing the price mm. is a form of confiscation. It may not look like outright confiscation, but that is all about perspective management. And so they, what they don't want you to do is perceive gold and silver that has any value. And so, yeah, to me, that is a confiscation, absolutely. Um, so I didn't, I never thought of it this way before, but it would certainly be easy once CBDCs are like, you know, the Fed coin is our, you know, the way that we spend Legal our money. Tender, it would right. make it really easy to outlaw them being us being able to buy anything because it's programmable. So they could Correct. say none of this money could be spent on gold and silver. Absolutely. It would be the easiest way to do it. Uh, you and I have talked about in the past that, you know, it would be more likely that that would occur like meaning a, a confiscation and an outlawing of buying gold and silver right. if they needed to go negative on the interest rates and taking away flights to safety. Absolutely. Right? So that's why I said, you know, it would depend too on how popular it is. If they're successful in their, in their uh, getting us all to believe that gold and silver has no value, well, then they don't really need to do anything because what do you think the percentages of people that even own uh, gold outside of it's, a wedding it's ring. It's definitely increasing. I mean, it's, oh yeah, it definitely it, it's is. It's definitely increasing, but you know, I don't, I don't know. I haven't heard any latest facts and figures. It was said that less than three percent, but we're talking years ago. You know, five, six, seven, eight years ago, it's it's definitely picked up. 
but I don't know. It's still it's still got to be less than ten percent of the population. Oh, I'm sure it's less than ten percent of the population. Yeah. I'd say that's true. But uh, but ultimately, to your point, uh, they don't want you to be able to protect your purchasing power and your wealth, and they definitely. You know, they don't want you to work in the same arena that they do where central bankers just not everyone that we know of, but central bankers accumulating gold because they know that they're destroying what little remnants are left of their the value in their currencies. So, um, yeah, I definitely do think that that is a probability. All right, so Michael W. asks, what are your thoughts on selling everything and moving to another country to avoid the reset here in the United States? This is global. It's global. You know? So you don't think that there's any country that would be more immune, per se, than... No, I don't think any country is going to be immune because every single country is on a fiat system. And, so, and the whole system, and they're on a debt-based system, and that whole thing has to reset so that we can go to the new system. So I don't think there's going to be any country that's immune. Some might fare a little better than others. And here in the U.S., since we have the world's reserve currency and we're still the most used currency in global trade, all those dollars coming back to the U.S. is going to be more painful for us here, most likely. It'll be more painful. But you're not going to be able to avoid it no matter where you go. So you pick where you're going to make your last stand, and thus the importance of doing food, water, energy security, barterability, wealth preservation, community, and shelter, thus making sure you have all of those things covered uh, because that's what's going to help us get through this as as individuals and as a community. That's what's going to help us get through it. If if you don't do those things, then hey Edgar, will you scroll down because I want to skip to another question based upon that answer that she gave because I have a feeling it's going to be very similar. Um, <clears throat> down on Andy W. right there. Okay. So Andy W. asks, for the typical family with a mortgage, health care, food costs, etc., and a small surplus of gold and silver, how do you best implement a post-reset strategy assuming I can't accumulate enough gold and silver before the reset occurs? Well, you know, number one, I think that the way that I did it, so everybody's got to do what they're comfortable with, but I would pick where I felt weakest and then focus on that until I felt like I had some level of strength, maybe not all done, but at least up to a higher level where I could go, okay, now I feel weaker over here. So, and don't don't go away. Keep me back on that question. Um, well, he thought you couldn't read it because you're not wearing your glasses. Well, I can't really, but I can see enough okay. of it. <laughs> I can see enough of it. Um, but let's, I want to make sure for the typical with a mortgage, I mean, there's a certain level of cash that we need to have as we go into this. But, um, you know, if you're talking about a post-reset strategy, I mean, I think right now the most important part to talk about is a pre-reset strategy because we have to be as prepared as possible. And honestly, Andy, I think part of that goes into um, building that community around you where you can secure that food and maybe medicinal plants or the things that you need. Um, 
and accum you need to accumulate as much gold and silver as you can. That may be challenging, but there are different ways that you can do it. Uh, the best way, the easiest and most recognizable way really are in coin form, but there are other ways to do it. So I would say if you focus on the mantra and you have those areas covered as best you can and you've, and you've managed to uh, create a community around you for what you would need around you, the food and the water, the energy, and the different skill sets to come together. That's how you're going to weather this the best. Then you have the post, which is after. And, um, you know, hopefully you've been able to accumulate some growth gold so that you can convert that into income producing assets when they are severely undervalued, like gold and silver is right now. And now you're in a much better position on the other side of this than you were going into it. I figured that you would say, that's why I wanted to come back, go to this question, because I figured that you would go towards the mantra with that. And mm -hmm. um, obviously, if, if you have a family and you have young kids, you're going to want to make sure that first and foremost, that you have the ability to provide with food and water, right? Absolutely the most imperative thing. So while you're accumulating gold and silver, I, I know that you said you have a small surplus, but you definitely want to, I would definitely have, I mean, I have young kids, so I got like um, freeze dried fruits and uh, vegetables that I knew they would eat, right? Because mm -hmm. kids, young kids are particularly picky and, and just little, uh, a backup of food storage that you can provide food yes. immediately for the, for the family. God forbid that we even get to that place. I hope not, but I hope not. Um, but it's you but know, it's but important. I think yeah. it's very important for going through a reset. Hyperinflation, food costs are going to be ridiculous. Your wages aren't going to keep up, and you got to be able to put the food and, and and water into your into your family's bellies to survive. So right, I mean, I would you, definitely focus if you've got the gold and silver because the gold and silver is going to help you get through that hyperinflationary period. But you also want to have the food. And the, and the food for sure, because that, that, the prices on that stuff is going to go up. Well, it, 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 it's part, <clears throat> partly is the price, but as we've all been experiencing, it's also the ability to get it. And that's the problem with medicines during that time. So hopefully, you know, you didn't mention that that was an issue. I hope it's not an issue for anybody. But these are the things that we have to, to think about and then accumulate so that it's just not really an issue. And, and, you know, dare I say it, because this was my personal yay experience, was that then you can help others as well. Mm -hmm. But that's part of getting into a community. Like, there's the likelihood of there being, like, a community garden near you is really high. I would probably get involved in that now so that you have, you want to get everything established now. You, when you try and do it in the middle of a crisis, it doesn't really work. It's too late. So you really need to, you really need to now, and I don't know what you mean by a small surplus of gold and silver, because um, I don't think Meaning you ever have gold surplus. And gold and silver. I trimmed the question a little bit so that it was easier to because oh, it was okay. a long one. So the gold, the gold and the silver, they do have some. That's what he meant. Like not a lot, but I do have some gold and silver. Okay, okay. So, but yeah, it definitely the mantra piece, 
and you want to get it done as quickly as you can. Okay. Will you scroll back up, please, Edgar, to, I think, question... Yeah, right there. All right, so um, Juan asks, in a reset to a new dollar that is with the zeros lopped off, so mm -hmm. say we go from 1,000 and lop off three zeros, right? Mm -hmm. uh, how would the reset affect stock prices and dividends? Well, um, if you want tomorrow, you guys definitely want to watch the video tomorrow because I'm actually showing you how, with, with a number of examples, how gold and silver behaves uh, in hyperinflation and during the reset. I can add another slide so you can see how the stock market behaves. If you want me to, it, it'll, this is already going to be a fairly substantial video, but I can add one more slide. But basically what happens is people try and escape the failing currency and the stock market, as we're seeing now, goes up, up, and up. When they lop off the zeros, it goes like that overnight, okay? And there are so many examples of those. That's probably the easiest stuff to find. Um, but if, let Edgar know if you want that extra slide in there tomorrow, even though you I wasn't just put talking about they're, slides. They're going to they're gonna say it in the comments regardless. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll put it in there, Juan, so that way you can actually see it for yourself. But essentially, when they lop off zeros, this is what happens to the stock market. It is a straight down because this is an overnight revaluation. And, you know... And when you're talking about dividends or you're talking about any any fiat money at all, you've got to understand that the whole goal that they've been implementing since 1913 has been a loss of your purchasing power. And so, you know, a trillion times zero is zero. So any kind of income, whether it's dividends, or I hate to say this, but it's just true, social security or, or universal basic income or any of the stuff that they give you in terms of fiat, it has no value because you can't buy anything with it. Yep. So he had a follow-up question that I liked. So I, I he has this other one here as well. Okay. If after the currency reset, everything mm -hmm. is priced in, in the new dollars, right? So everything's been lopped off, zeros have been lopped off, mm -hmm. then I should be able to sell my shares and buy the same amount of stuff in new dollars as I would have under the old currency. Well, whenever you hear the word should, in my personal experience, I have found that it's never what it should be. So the answer is no, because this really is a wealth grab. And a lot of times they will, and I think you'll actually maybe see an example of this. Like in Venezuela, is it Venezuela? You'll have to forgive me. I've been looking at a lot of different countries. But um, I think it was in Venezuela. No, Zimbabwe. I think this one's Zimbabwe who has been in hyperinflation since 2006 and has had multiple currency resets. Sometimes they were 49,000 to one. Sometimes they were 1,000 to one. Sometimes they were actually a trillion to one. So this, is, this does not mean that you get to maintain the same, same level of purchasing power, which is virtually zero when you're going into that anyway. It's even worse. You end up with a whole lot less. 
Right, so every time they do a reset, you're reset. Exactly. And no, you cannot buy the same amount of stuff for the new reset currency. And they can hide things like in, in Europe when they transitioned from the individual currencies to the euro. Well, what they did was first they said, well, we've got to inflate the currency. It varied from country to country, but roughly 17% to get ready for this transition. And then if it took two lira to buy a loaf of bread after it, it took two euros to buy a loaf of bread. So people are thinking, well, the price didn't really change, except that it took four liras to buy one euro. So in reality, no, no, that's the whole point of a currency reset is number one, to get you to continue to use the currency. So to, to get people to think, oh, okay, now they've fixed everything. Now it'll it stabilize. It fixes nothing. Yeah. It fixes nothing. Is Zimbabwe out of it as since 2006? No, not at all. They're not even close to being out of it yet. So, no, they, they change the rules, but they don't change the behavior. Okay, so a couple of live questions here. J.K. Co. asks, what's your best advice to people living in the suburbs and apartments regarding preparedness with water and power? <clears throat> well, the suburbs should be, you know, first of all, you can store water, and there are a whole bunch of different ways to do it. But even if you don't have the ability or the room to do it, there's uh, equipment, if you live in a place that has enough moisture in the air, that can actually pull a gallon or two of water out of the air. So if you're in, say, a small space and limited space, um, you know, investing in something like that, and I don't think it's very expensive, we're going to be talking about that soon, and uh, maybe, maybe I'll see if I can get the manufacturer one of one of them. There are several that do this um, on to talk about it, but that's something that you could do inside of a small space. The other thing as far as food, uh, well, you didn't ask me about food. So water and power. Okay, so there are um, small little generators, little solar powered things. It kind of depends on where you are. Uh, but there are small pieces that you can use if you are, again, in a small space and you have limited uh, places to hold things. So there are ways to do it. But I would say um, definitely if you have the ability to grow fresh food, do it. Uh, even, even in an apartment, you might be able to do like a um, aquaponic or hydroponic. I like aquaponics better. That's with fish. So it's the fish waste that creates the fertilizer versus the aquaponics, which then you have to add chemicals, which means then you're more dependent on somebody. So I prefer the aquaponics with the fish and uh, and the towers. They don't take up very much space at all. We're, we're going to be, in the spring, we're going to do it at... Uh, Jacqueline's house so we can film it and show people, you know, how to do that. Um, but that, you know, that's really, and again, I'll go back to community. Because when you are in a limited space, then you do, the community becomes super important. Um, so that maybe you can be in a place where everybody can focus on the same thing and come together to share. That's a possibility. 
Yeah, and if you have, if you live, whether, whether you live in the suburbs, apartments, rural, or whatever, you can always right. buy backup food. Right? Yep. There's plenty of companies that sell the freeze-dried yep. stuff, so you can buy, you know, you can even buy MREs. Not that I think anybody would really want to eat those. What are those. MREs? Meals ready to eat with the use oh, of the military. Oh, 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 okay. Ew. Okay. Um, and there's good companies, but there, like yeah. Mountain House and stuff like that. But you, hey, if you're hungry enough, anything yeah. is good. If so you're I would definitely enough. have backup food storage for sure. Get a Berkey water filtration system. That way you can take water from anywhere, from a pool, That's from a, a good point too. Thank from you. a river, a stream. See why I like to put have it in it, there. See why I anointed him king. <laughs> <laughs> and you can, and you know, you can. Get water and filter it however you need to filter right. it. Even know? rain barrels. Yeah. You know, you, you, just, totally you have create, to look at You can totally individual. create a catchment system. I mean, it's harder mm -hmm. for us here in Arizona because there's not a ton of rainfall or moisture in the air and that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, we would have to rely on pools and, you know, water yeah, storage systems. Yeah, well, that's what I did. That that's why I put in all those ponds. Right. Yeah. So you just have to kind of strategize for where you're at. Um, and uh, and and build a build a strategy based upon what what's in your area and what's available to you. Mm -hmm. Are you? Uh, did you decide that we're we're done, Edgar? Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, if you really want to be the first to get notified when I do urgent videos on the economy and the global reset and. You know, there's a lot of things that are coming at you right now. Just make sure that you hit that subscribe button and click that bell icon to get notified when we do go live. We're getting new information, you know, well, it's more than daily. It's like constantly. And when something is important that affects you, especially these days, I promise you, I will come on air and let you know about it. So... Uh, also, there's the Calendly link below. This is the time to make sure you have a plan. I mean, it absolutely is because they certainly have plans against you. And I think, you know, you can make that choice. But I want to have a little bit more control than somebody else that really doesn't care about me. So there's that Calendly link in the description. You can call us, set up a time to meet. If, by the way, the time that you want you don't think is available, just call us on the phone, 888-696-4653, and you can set up the time that you want. Now, I have to tell you that yesterday I had a coffee with Lynette with John Butler, who is very, 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 very brilliant. I love him. I love that interview. I want to have him back on again. His book is phenomenal, and it really talks about um, why going back on a gold standard after this reset is inevitable. And he's, he's absolutely right. He's got the chops. He's got the background. He and I both were part of Shearson at different times and in different places. But And he's also been part of Deutsche Bank. I mean, this is a man that has the, credible, the credibility and, and the street smarts and has lived his life in the belly of the beast. Well, and I will say that in the comments of that video, I think it was your, if I had to guess, it's probably your most liked interview that with anybody that we've had on the channel. So if you haven't seen it yet, it's a crowd favorite for sure. Oh, absolutely. I'm was I just had the best time. That's awesome. I just had the best time you with like him. Those. He's yeah, he's brilliant. And he's everybody said it was brilliant. really easy to understand the information and to digest it. And his it, book so. is really easy to understand too. 
So definitely, if you haven't watched it, you totally want to watch that. So you want right. to see anything else, King? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Mm-mm. Well, as you guys absolutely know, without any doubt at all, it is time to cover your assets. So I commend all of you to make sure that you have the right strategy to get through this reset. I wish I was queen. I don't know that I'd really want to be queen, but things would but look maybe a whole like lot different. Master of the economy. How about that? That would be okay, as <laughs> because I have really good help. You know, I wouldn't want to do it all by myself. But um, yeah, things would look a whole lot different. So please. Get your strategy together. This is not the time to wait. You know, if you're looking at what's going on, things are happening fast and furious. And and it's all insanity. And even though insanity can last longer than you can imagine, it does not last forever. It cannot last forever. So, until next week or until we meet again. Oh, no, that's tomorrow. Make sure you come to the one tomorrow. I really like this one. I think I've done a good job with it. Good thing my mother always said if it's true, I could say it. That was actually very helpful. But until tomorrow, please be safe out there. Bye-bye.